It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the newest Giants huddle podcast. My name is John Schmelk. The Giants have hired Joe Shane as their next general manager. Our own Sean O'Hara has a one-on-one interview exclusive to us right here on the Giants Huddle Podcast. Folks, just as a reminder, you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on the Giants mobile app, giants.com slash podcast, and on your favorite podcast platforms. It's part of the Giants Podcast Network, which includes Big Blue Kickoff Live. Make sure you go subscribe to that podcast as well. It's on its own podcast feed. Now here's Sean O'Hara with Giants General Manager, Joe Shane. Hey, Giants fans. I'm Sean O'Hara, and I am honored to be joined and to welcome to the New York Giants the new general manager, Joe Shane. Joe, congratulations on becoming the new general manager of the New York Giants. I've got to say, I'm sure that's probably going to take a little while to get used to for you being introduced that way, but what has this whole process been like for you? Yeah, it's really been a whirlwind probably the last two weeks just from the initial uh, consent form that they sent in to, to interview me. And, you know, I was first up with the Giants to interview. Uh, it was a really good process. The first interview went really well. And then, you know, we were still with Buffalo in the playoffs and trying to get ready for that along with, you know, then Chicago had asked to interview uh, me as well. So, you know, you're trying to do your daily duties with the Buffalo Bills while also trying to prepare for the Giants and the Bears. And uh, and then, you know, as soon as I got the job, I drove over here the next day. So it's really been a whirlwind. But uh, ever since I've been here, I've it's been great meeting everybody. It's been a lot of fun. I'm definitely staying busy and it's really been a good experience. Sounds like a lot of excitement, not a lot of sleep. But what did you learn about yourself during this whole process? Yeah, I, I just think my experience, you know, whether it was from, you know, when I started at Carolina or when I was in Miami or Buffalo to be able to build on the different rosters and the way we built rosters or the different leaders that I've been under or the different teams, why we had success, why we didn't have success and just building on my experience through the questions that were asked and how I can implement that um, as we try to build the New York Giants into a championship team. So um, it's been a lot of fun. You're right about the sleep. Uh, you know, I think it was Bill Pullian. I'd read his book that you know, he, he actually had a notepad next to his bed. And believe it or not, the last couple of nights, I've woke up in the middle of the night thinking about things I need to do. And uh, I probably need to take a pen and paper home and put it next to my bed here shortly. Yeah, not a, not a bad move. Um, as you write down some of those notes about how to build a roster and, and those philosophies that you're talking about, what are some of those pillars of, of your philosophy and, and some of the things that you are looking at specifically as you try to build a roster? Yeah, to me, you know, I know culture's thrown around a lot, but, you know, guys that will fit our culture, you know, guys that are smart, tough, dependable, you know, it's going to start there. You know, guys that are talented, that have really good habits. I think you're going to have, you know, your best chance for success with those type of players. So, you know, ultimately, you know, I think building through the draft, you know, I, I believe in that, you know, drafting, uh, developing and signing your own. I think that's very important if you want to sustain success. Um, you know, I believe in supplementing the roster with free agency and going outside the building, but, you know, don't really like getting into, you know, signing the, the, the biggest fish on, you know, out there and spending a lot of money. But, you know, I won't say we'll never do that, but I would prefer to, you know, draft, develop, sign our own. I just think the, the margin for error is much smaller because you know exactly what you're paying for. You know how the guys work on a daily basis. You know how they fit your culture. So, um, you know, that's kind of how I foresee us doing it here with the Giants. Yeah, no doubt some of the younger players, fixed costs, if yeah, you will. absolutely. Um, you've been through that, obviously, in Buffalo. When you got there, look, they, they had kind of a playoff drought, and then you guys have built that roster that we're all watching uh, you know, as of lately. So what have you learned about that experience that you can carry over into this one? Yeah, I think you know they had a drought, but we also had some leaders on the team that we invested in, and I think we're very integral in that. You know, Kyle Williams um, played for a long time, defensive tackle, Lorenzo Alexander, a couple years later, Lee Smith, 
you know, we invested in some guys that had leadership qualities that were veteran players that could help carry our message throughout the locker room while also developing some of those draft picks and young guys. So to me, that's going to be a concerted effort, try to, you know, find out who the leaders are currently in, in the locker room, but also, you know, if we do have to go outside of the locker room, what are those guys going to add in terms of leadership and, and carrying whoever the head coach's message is throughout the locker room? One of the things that, that we have all kind of heard about you while you were in Buffalo was that you had great relationships with the players and, and you knew them and spent time with them and they would seek you out after games and, yeah. and on the sidelines. How do you do that now with this new team? You can't have a team meeting. You know, you, you're not going to even technically have them here in person until the offseason program begins. So how do you do that individually? Yeah, and it's the fact that there's like two players here that I've already met today that were in the cafeteria. That's way more than Buffalo because when the season's over, those guys are, you know, they, <laughs> they can't get out of Buffalo quick enough with the weather. And I understand that. I love Buffalo, but, you know, the guys don't hang around as much where there's a little bit more to do here in New York City. So, yeah, I've reached out to a couple on the phone. A couple have came up to my office. So I just want to get to know everybody as much as I can, let them know what my plan is, you know, let them know what I'm looking for, what type of players I'm looking for. And Really, I'm excited to to work with all the guys that are currently on the roster. And, you know, the sooner we get the head coach in here, the sooner we can meet with the support staff, find out what these guys are really about, and then make, you know, continue to develop our offseason plan. I'm glad you brought up the head coach because that's obviously on top of your to-do list right now. As you're looking at these head coaches and these candidates and you're bringing them in for interviews, what are some of the things that you're looking for in each one of them? Yeah, first and foremost, you know, a partnership. You know, I think the GM head and head coach relationship is one of the most important, along with ownership in the organization, at least the successful organizations. You know, you got to be aligned in the way you're going to build the roster. So, you know, that's important. I think the ability to hire a good staff is very important. You know, you got to have good coordinators. If whoever the head coach is isn't calling a certain side of the ball, if they're a special teams coordinator, whoever it is to be the, you know, over the top and hire a good staff, good offense coordinator, defense coordinator, position coaches. Um, you know, if it's a first time head coach, they may not have all the answers and to have a, you know, a veteran coach on the staff that can maybe help them through some tough times. Or if it is a, you know, a, a guy that has previous head coaching experience, you know, how good of a staff, you know, can they hire and what are some of the uh, trappings that they can avoid this time, you know, this time through, you know, leadership's going to be important. I think the ability to develop young players, um, again, we've got a lot of draft picks. I think there's going to be a concerted effort to to add some guys that will contribute and you know maybe have some growing pains early on with our draft picks, but you, know, you got to have a proven history of developing young players. So um, those are some things I'm going to be looking for in, in, in this head coaching search. As you're looking at that list of coaches, if it's a coach that you don't know very well, how much tougher is that to kind of get a read on them in a short interview as opposed to somebody who you already know? Yeah, and that's where a lot of research. You know, I call around. You know, I've been in the NFL for 21 years, so. Um, all the guys that we've brought in, you know, I, I've either worked with or, you know, I've done extensive research on people that have worked with them. And can I work with this guy? Do, are they aligned with me philosophically? Um, are they going to treat people around the building with respect? You know, are they going to be open to analytics and, and sports performance and strength and conditioning? Are we aligned in how we want to build, um, you know, the football program? And if, if they didn't check those boxes, they may not be here. But if I did my research and I hadn't worked with them and they checked a lot of those boxes, then, you know, they're in the mix and, you know, they'll be in here and we'll be evaluating them. As you go through that evaluation process, um, how much of, of that is, you know, you right now meeting with the scouts and getting to know the personnel department here and, and trying to say, OK, here's what we need to start planning and looking forward to. Like, how does that transpire over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, that's a great question. So some of our uh, scouts are at um, they're in LA right now at a, an all-star game, the NFL PA game. So had a zoom with them yesterday, which was, which was really good. It was productive. Kind of let them know this is how we're going to do things. This is how I want it done. So when you get in February meeting, 
you know, make sure we know X, Y, and Z about the players. I met with the pro staff last night, same deal as free agency approaches. You know, here's how we're going to attack it. You know, again, we may not have a lot of money this year. You know, we have to get creative and get back in uh, better cap health. But, you know, just kind of the, the process on, you know, meetings, the calendar, you know, just met with those guys and put that stuff together. So they know, you know, what the deadlines are. And then, you know, again, once we get the new staff in here, what exactly we're looking for from a scheme standpoint, from a you know, position specific standpoint. And then, you know, we'll really start to develop the offseason plan then. Have you ever, in, in your 20 years of experience, been a part of a draft where you had this many high picks this close together? No. No, I can't. Uh, I mean, we obviously had two first-round picks with, with Josh and uh, Tremaine. That we, and again, we thought we were going to maybe have to use those to go up and get the quarterback. But uh, not to the point where I'm you know, probably going to have a chance to use both of them. Um, you know, with, with not trying to move up. So I, I haven't had 11 picks. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I, I, I echoed that to our staff about we really have a chance through the draft to affect the 2022 roster over the next three months and just the importance of, you know, knowing the players, knowing their background, knowing how they're going to fit us are all things that they're going to be researching. So I probably should have started with this question, but what is it about the New York Giants that, that attracted you so much? Yeah, it's again. I'm from Indiana, so you know I tell people I grew up. There's a cornfield across across the road for me, so there's always this uh, interest as a kid of New York City and how big it was and how amazing the city was. So just growing up, seeing Coach Parcells, and you know I was probably four or five. My dad would take me to the Notre Dame spring football games, the blue, blue gold game, and I met Mark Bavaro when I was probably four years old. And my mom's still trying to find that picture, but you know from oh, then right. on, you know that you know I, I I was a Giants fan because of Mark Bavaro and he played at Notre Dame, and then again you know Coach Parcells and the success they had. So just the history of the franchise, um, you know, Mr. Mara, Tish family, you know, both of them have amazing relationships around our uh, uh, reputation around the league. So ever since I started, you know, John Fox came to Carolina, um, and after the 2001 season, I met him, and he always spoke so highly of the organization, and again. Throughout my 21 years, you know, this organization's always been put in high regard. So, it, you know, that was attractive. And my relationship with, you know, the Mara family, the Tisch family throughout the process, you know, and just felt like a very good fit. Yeah, great fit indeed. And, and we're going to get the chance to, to see you. Yeah. Your, your introductory press conference. Uh, real quick, what, what are you doing to get ready? And, and do you know what you're wearing? Uh, yeah, so I, I know what I'm wearing. My wife picked that out for me and, and, and sent, sent me <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, before I left. Outsource so she, it. Yeah, yeah. She had the, the, the shirt, tie, shoes, everything. Uh, together. So preparation, I, I need to prepare because I haven't, you know, every, since I've been on the job, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, today's Tuesday, we've had a head coaching interview. So, you know, the opportunity to sit down and try to, you know, collect my thoughts and, you know, guess what they're going to ask me. Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to do that, but again, it's just, it's talking football. I'm going to be myself. You know, they're going to get an idea of who I am and, and what I believe in. And I think if, if, if I just, if I'm just myself, it, it shouldn't be too bad of a deal. No, I think that'll be just fine, yeah. Joe. Uh, thanks so much for the time. Congratulations. And uh, I'll let you get to work. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That's Giants general manager, Joe Shane. We thank him and we thank Sean O'Hara for the interview right here on the Giants Huddle podcast. We'll see you next time, everybody.